Blog Talk Radio. Psalm 82, a psalm of Asaph. God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for thou shalt inherit all nations. Well, good evening, everyone. This is Kennard Levy-Brown speaking. I'm your host for the Merciful Servants of God Biblical Instructional Program. I'm going to do the best I can to do a Sunday program, uh, and maybe in the mornings, afternoon, or evening, depending on my unique and challenging schedule. And so what we're going to talk about today is something that I was surprised I never did a show on, but um, (laughs) I think it's pretty timely that I do a show on this particular topic because I don't hear this preached too often. So I guess I am the the person that's going to do it, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, the title of this program or the, the title of the Bible study today, what we're going to focus on today is what are the sins of Sodom? Why does Yeshua or Jesus, uh, Yeshua is Jesus' Hebrew name, state the time of his second coming is similar to the days of Lot? And are we living in the end time days of Lot today? And so let's look at that scripture. Some of you may not be familiar with what I just said in reference to what Jesus stated uh, in the Gospels, in the Gospel of Luke. So turn with me if you have your Bibles. Um, Follow along with me, Luke chapter 17, and you should have your Bibles open when you listen to this program because it's a biblical instructional program. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to educate you. So anyway, Luke chapter 17, verse 26, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also in the days, so shall it be also in the days of the son of man. Verse 27, they did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Yeah, I know I said lot, but continue to listen to me. Now he's talking about the, uh, that the days of Noah was similar to the days of Lot, because he says likewise, or similarly, also as it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Now, he states here in verse 30 of Luke chapter 17, even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So he's telling you the time of his second coming is going to be similar to the social conditions of the days of Noah and the days of Lot. I want to focus on the days of Lot. And so what happened during the days of Lot? Well, let's take a look here in Genesis, Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter, um, I'm sorry, not Genesis chapter 4, Genesis chapter 19, Genesis chapter 19, starting in verse 4, 
And if you want the full story of this incident, just study Genesis chapter 19. But before Genesis 19, verse 4, before they lay down, talking about the two angels uh, that manifested themselves are looking like human beings, uh, two males, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, compassed the house round about, old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know. Now you look at this Hebrew word for know, and it means to know intimately, iada, which certainly can imply a sexual uh, situation. Of course, this is confirmed, reading the rest of the verses here, to interpret that. Uh, verse 6, And Lot went out at the door to them and shut the door after him and said, I pray you, brethren, do not sow wickedly. So already we know that what they had on their mind, the men of Sodom, was wickedness. Verse 8, Behold, now I have two daughters. Now we know for sure that they were talking about something sexual. Uh, Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. In other words, they haven't had sex with a man. They were virgins. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do you to them whatever you want to do, as good as your eyes. Only unto these two, these men do nothing. So they didn't want to uh, have sex with his daughters. They wanted to have sex with the men. And (laughs) people try to twist this, especially those who are gay advocates and so forth. They twist this and they try to, Act like this is not what it's saying, but it is, ladies and gentlemen, all right? And look, I don't hate gays. God loves gays. I love gays. We just don't uh, agree with their behavior, all right, which the Bible says is wrong. And so that's as nice as I can say about that. But anyway, ye, ye, ye to them is as, okay, I'm sorry, ye do them as is good in your own eyes. Ye too do as is good in, this is King James English, only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And so in verse 9, and this is, I want you to notice this because one of the elements of the days of Lot is people are rebellious. They, they don't want to be corrected. And here's an example of it right here. And they said, stand back. And they said, again, this one fellow came in to serve Jordan and he will be a judge over us. So they so they don't obviously they don't want to be corrected all right now will we deal worse with thee than with them and so they're going to deal with him worse they wanted to do whatever they wanted to do to the two angels uh to to lot and so their minds are totally perverted so we know that the time of his second coming a lot of people are going to be perverted they're not going to be thinking properly and so forth and so and they pressed sore upon the man even lot and came near to break the door but the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness. And it's interesting because uh, that can be also symbolic of the fact that these people that wanted to have sex with men, they're spiritually blind. Both small, even though they were physically blind. Both small and great so that they wearied themselves to find a door. And the men said unto Lot, Has thou here any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and wh- whatsoever? Thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. For we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And so when you think of that, you think of any sexual abomination, think of destruction. Because if a society is going to the point of the point where men are banging on people's door to want to have sex with someone and we haven't gotten to that point yet, but we're getting there. Then we know that society is on its way out. 
And so um, what are the sins in the remaining six minutes I have here? <laughs> what are the sins of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah? Maybe I should have put this to 30 minutes, but anyway. Here's the sins of Sodom, all right, so that we learn not to commit them, those who want to go by what the Bible says. So behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. It's Ezekiel 16, verse 49. Pride, arrogance, okay, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness or, or, or laziness was in her and her daughters. So we, we can't be that um, of tranquility, of uh, just abundance, of, of being able to, to just lay back and uh, we can't be that that way. Was in her and her daughters, neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor. So another sin of Sodom is the lack of caring for the poor. Proverbs 29, verse 7 says the righteous, they're concerned about the rights of the poor. And so if you're not, then you have, you got some sin of Sodom you got to get rid of. Verse 50, and they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore, I took them away as I saw good. So that abomination certainly includes all the sexual sins. Uh, that are listed in Leviticus chapter 18. Interestingly, it talks about killing babies uh, before it even gets into uh, the sin of homosexuality. And it is a sin. And for those that get upset about that, well, you know, I'm just telling you what the Bible teaches. And so, um, so Leviticus chapter 18. And if you're a believer in the Bible, you would agree, you would agree with God and what he says in his word about it. So Leviticus chapter 18 uh, starting in verse uh, 21. And this is interesting. Before he even gets into the homosexual act, he talks about, and thou shalt not let any of thy seed or children pass through the fire to Molech. In other words, what they would do, they would kill their children. I look at that, I look at abortion as certainly something that's related to that because abortions right now, we're murdering children every day. All you got to do is, Go to Google and go ahead and search for the abortion counter. And there's one website that will give you a state-of-the-art um, in real time tracking of how many babies are being murdered each and every day. It's close to two to 3,000 every day in this country. And so, and God is being merciful to us, but that mercy is running out, folks. All right. In verse 20, and thou shalt not let any of thy seed or children pass through the fire of the Molech. In other words, you shouldn't kill your children. Neither shall thou profane the name of the Lord. And so, and then he talks about homosexuality here. That is wrong. In verse 22, thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It's an abomination. Now, obviously what he's saying here, uh, sakab in Hebrew means to, uh, to sleep. It is referring to sexual intercourse as well. All right. That's the way that word is used. And so in verse 23, neither shall thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therein, neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down there. It is confusion. Now, the reason why he's telling you this is because we defile ourselves when we do this. Now, this whole chapter is, is talking about abominations, including the homosexual abomination. He says in verse 24 of Leviticus 18, defile not yourselves in any of these things, for in all these the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you, and the land is defiled. And that word land can also be translated, well, it is translated the Hebrew word Eretz, and it can mean the entire world. And the world is defiled, therefore I do visit the iniquity upon it, and the, and the world itself vomit out her inhabitants. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, and shall not commit any of these abominations, neither any of your nation, nor any stranger 
no, or, or surgeon. So anyone, no one should be committing these abominations. That's what he's saying. For all these abominations have the men of the land or the earth or the world has done, which were before you and the world is defiled. And it is that the world spew you not also when you defile it as it spewed out the nations that were before you. So wherever this activity is happening, which is worldwide, that's what will happen. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations, even the souls of the lives, that's what soul means in the Hebrew, nephish, that commit them shall be cut off. Souls can apply to a person. You, can, you are a soul, okay? That commit them shall be cut off from among the people or destroyed from among the people. Therefore, shall you keep my ordinance that you commit not any of these abominable customs which were committed before you and that you defile yourselves therein, for I am the Lord, your Yodevahe, or God. So that's what the abominations of uh, sodomy is. It, it is all those listed in Leviticus 18 and any other abominations. Uh, when you're wicked and you're praying to God, the scriptures say that's an abomination. So this is a, a real quick Bible study, but it's to the point, And I hope you understand what the sins of Sodom are. And yes, we are living in the beginning stages of the end time because we do have a prevalence and acceptance more so than ever before in the history of Western civilization of homosexuality so with that ladies and gentlemen may y'all bless and keep you and y'all willing i'll be available to you next sunday peace malachi chapter four for behold the day cometh that shall burn as an oven and all the proud yea and all that do wickedly shall be stubble and the day that cometh shall burn them up saith the lord of hosts that it shall leave them neither root nor branch But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel, with the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse.